This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. This is TL Talk Radio, Season 1, Episode 13. Welcome to TL Talk Radio, a regular podcast with Lynn Funy-Hatton and Randy Ziegenfuss, where our goal is to engage you in learning, motivate you to share your work, and inspire you to lead for the change we need in schools for the digital age. I'm Randy Ziegenfuss. And I'm Lynn Funy-Hatton. Hello, Randy. Hello, Lynn. So tonight, lucky episode 13, (laughs) uh, we're going to talk about how we are beginning our process of RTII or MTSS in our elementary buildings. So this is something that is new for both of us. And for those of you who are listening who may not be aware of of, um, these two acronyms, we'll just start with that very quickly. The RTII model is the response to intervention and instruction or response to instruction and intervention. It's, it's a guiding framework that is um, used to help us improve schools and can also be used to identify specific learning disabilities once those schools have applied and received this um, designation. Now, Pennsylvania is transitioning from RTII to a more familiar acronym for some schools MTSS, which is Multi-Tiered Systems of Support. Um, Pennsylvania will be supporting this transition from RTII to MTSS. So you'll hear us talking about MTSS, and many of the characteristics are similar. We still have sort of that um, standards-aligned system, uh, high-quality core instruction, using universal screening, using um, data to make decisions, the idea of tiered services and supports and engaging parents, many of those same evidence-based practices that you would see in RTII. So currently in our elementary schools, uh, we are evaluating our special ed students using the traditional discrepancy model. And it is our long-term vision uh, that once we implement the RTII MTSS model that we will apply for state approval and we'll use that framework for the evaluation process. Uh, We think that implementing this process will, in the long run, allow us to better meet the academic and the behavioral needs of our elementary students. And it makes a lot of sense for us to pursue this long-term vision because we have our psychologists currently working with teachers and working with teachers on interventions, both behavioral and academic, in the classroom. So by uh, using this process, students can be evaluated and the psychologists can be involved along the way through the different tiers and and the different um, interventions instead of just coming in at the end to do a traditional IQ test, although at times that will also be needed. Mm -hmm. So this work actually began in the middle of last year, the 2013-14 school year, 
uh, when Randy and I sat down and talked with our elementary liaisons and principals and talked about the needs of our building. And we see our demographics changing. We see different needs uh, for different students. And um, at the time, we were really talking about collecting data and making decisions for students based on data. And the liaisons, our teacher leaders in both buildings, put forth an idea and articulated a clear need for a stronger assessment tool. So Randy and I worked with them and talked with the elementary school counselor. Uh, we had a, a demo webinar, and we actually decided to purchase the STAR reading assessment and math assessment for both elementary buildings. So that was a critical piece that we felt like we needed to get some a real supportive, um, data-driven data uh, decision-making tool, and that's the STAR. And that was one piece that we looked at. And the second piece we looked at was asking principals to create a team and look at a time where they can get an extra block of time for intervention within their schedule. So we have the, the tool to find the data and make decisions, and then we revise the schedule so that students can get some additional support based on the data uh, through that STAR assessment as well as other data sources. So we had made those decisions at the end of the last school year, and uh, so the teachers left with that knowledge and understanding of where we were, at least in terms of the assessment tool and the revised schedule. And so we were left as an administrative team then to develop a plan, a path forward. So uh, we got together with uh, our principals and our director of special education, Lynn and myself, and we did some pre-work. We did some research on these models. Uh, we c collected materials and took notes and just basically studied up on this whole process. And then we met as a district administrative team to define what is the vision of this going to be and how do we build a common knowledge, a common vocabulary, a common understanding of uh, the various language of these models. And uh, like I said earlier, we included the principals, director of special ed, uh, plus ourselves. Uh, and it was a pretty comprehensive and a very collaborative process that we uh, participated in over the summer to try and lay down some of the groundwork, some of the vision for this. Absolutely. And bringing all of those resources to the table, Randy, as, as you did, and doing that groundwork before we came together as a group really helped us develop a common knowledge. And it helped us surface, you know, some previous misconceptions. What did we think we knew about RTII and where did we want to go? And, and what does the research say? And bringing in our IU consultant really helped us. You know, we met together as a team, and then we reached out to Carbon Lehigh Intermediate Unit and brought our assigned consultant, Terry Geisel, to work with us and to give us feedback about where we were. We then decided that we needed to take this to the teacher level and, you know, find out where we are, assess where we are in terms of our practice, in terms of our structures, in our building, and in terms of our, our beliefs. So we went back to that IU consultant and we said, you know, where can we go? What resources can you provide for us? And they actually developed a presentation. And we decided to um, have this presentation delivered to both elementary schools at the same time. And then we also used a survey, um, which we'll put in the show notes, to actually assess where you are in terms of readiness to implement RTII. And, um, you know, that was a pretty pretty comprehensive process for us and a, a good start. So that brings us up to 
pretty much where we are at this point because we did the, the workshop and the survey and the presentation only about a week ago. And uh, the workshop was pretty much a success, we'd think. And uh, we had administrative support. All our principals were there. Lynn was there. I was there. We stayed close and attended the PD session uh, with our teachers, our counselors, psychologists, uh, as the IU presented it, and to provide a, a sense to the teachers that we were definitely supportive of this and, and moving uh, in this direction. And it certainly came through loud and clear that the teachers knew this was important to us as we were both there and um, that came through in the survey data. So I think being visible and being attentive and being focused is definitely going to help us be successful with this initiative. So what's next for us? Um, Randy sent the data back to the principals, the data for their buildings. We'll review the district data and also the building level data. We've shared that with our IU consultant as well so that she can give us feedback and um, have a common knowledge with us. We will be taking a district level team to Patan Boot Camp. Uh, that information will also be in the show notes if it's something that you're looking for. And after that, we'll develop a plan for our next steps. You know, we'll have to determine what do we need to learn? What resources do we need? Uh, what do we need for us to be able to meet our goal? And and how can we get there with our staffs and our leaders and our own efforts? So we're really looking forward to watching this grow so we can continue to support all of our students um, academically and behaviorally. So that should give you a sense of where we are and the process that we followed in implementing an RTII MTSS model. Each episode, we ask a couple of questions. In this episode, based on this topic, we've got two questions. First, how are you implementing RTII MTSS in your school program, in your buildings? And second, what advice can you share with us as we embark on this process? As you've heard, we're pretty new to this. Uh, we're really just getting started, and I'm sure uh, there'll be some challenges along the way. And if anybody has any input or suggestions, we would most value that. You can visit our blog at tltalkradio.org and leave a comment or a voicemail uh, by clicking on the red uh, send voicemail button, you can get in contact with us. Show notes and links to resources mentioned in this podcast also can be accessed at tltalkradio.org. Please be sure to follow us on iTunes and feel free to leave a review. And Lynn, I think that's it for today. Absolutely. Have a great night. Thanks so much. Yes. Take care. to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.